Hey, business building warrior. Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host today, Jim Cockrum, and it's my pleasure to bring on the screen with me, onto the recording with me today, in just a couple moments, a handful of coaches and content creators on our team who helped host and present and lead at our most recent event. I'm talking about The Proven Conference. So July 6th through 8th of 2023 was our most recent conference as I'm recording this. A little over 600 people, listeners to this podcast gathered in Columbus, Ohio. It was tremendous. One of the ideas we had after the event was, hey, let's get a handful of whoever can make it leaders and presenters from our team and just discuss together some takeaways, some observations, maybe some stories from the event, just to help you get a feel for, should you be attending live events? And ideally, our event next year, theprovenconference.com, three words, theprovenconference.com. Get over there to check out our Orlando event, May 23rd through 25th of 2024. I know that's a long ways away, but check this out. About a third of the people who attended the Proven Conference that just happened, before they left, they had already paid for their tickets, booked their hotel rooms for the next one. And many other people are in line waiting for tickets to go on sale to the general public to lock it in for 2024. That's how excited everyone was. And we've got, like I said, a couple hundred people already locked in. We're expecting another great crowd. Daniel Lappin, who you hear me reference all the time, Rabbi Daniel Lappin, he's going to be our keynote speaker in 2024. If you're familiar with him, he always does such a tremendous job of bringing great content. So get over to theprovenconference.com slash Orlando, or eventually by the time you're hearing this, maybe it'll just all be compacted onto the Proven Conference website. But today we're going to digest some of the lessons learned, some of the observations, some of the great takeaways from the presenters who were there with us. A couple of things you're going to hear us talk about uh, today without much explanation during the episode, so I'm going to explain it now, is the Legends Group, which is kind of a higher-end mastermind for our community. What I mean by that is, if you step into our free Facebook group, while well, there's 73,000 people from all over the world, it's kind of loud, random, kind of noisy. You can step into a quieter, more elite group of people who pay every month to be part of our higher-end programs. Typically, it's people who are succeeding. They've got some momentum in their business. They're operating at a slightly higher level, and they want to be around other people who are kind of doing that same thing. Well, that's what Legends is. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Of course, you can go to silentgym.com, look up this episode, and you'll see the show notes. Or if you're on YouTube, the notes are below the video, and get a link to Legends. It comes up a couple times. Some of the members of our panel today are in Legends and kind of tied their stories back to their time spent with the Legends group. So I just wanted to explain what that was. And as one last offer before we get into the content today, one last reminder, something we've been excited about around here is the 11th update of the book that started this community. I'm talking about the Silent Sales Machine book. Now, this podcast is called Silent Sales Machine Radio. It's named after the book, Silent Sales Machine. If you go to silentsalesmachine.com, there's a link at silentgym.com as well as a link in the show notes. You can get a peek at what's inside that book. Don't spend $19 on the book. I'd love to give it to you 100% free. If you're interested, you can download it on your phone right now listen to it, watch it. I do a video and audio. The print version is coming soon, but here's how you get it for free. 
text the word free, F-R-E-E, text that word to this phone number, 507-800-0090 is the phone number. In the US and Canada, it works. You'll get a text right back and it will be the full content, 100%, while this promotion's operating. Now, if that doesn't work, the promotion might be over. You can email our support team. There's a link at silentgym.com to our support team to say, hey, didn't work. Is the promotion still on? If it is, they'll just email you the information as well, okay? But that's a great way for us to be able to stay in touch with you as well as give you some great free content. I'm very proud of how that book turned out. It's a great introduction into the world of using the internet creatively to launch and grow multiple streams of income. The philosophy that has built this entire community And it really kind of ushers you towards some of those fantastic low risk, low investment required, high odds of success opportunities that we've identified that have helped generate all the hundreds of success stories that you've heard on this show. Well, I'm going to get the panel on the line now. That's enough announcements for today. Enjoy this episode where I discuss with five or six, someone had to drop out about halfway through, but five or six great members from our team discussing some great takeaways and observations from the Proven Conference. Enjoy. All right, team, let's get into it. What do you say? Do it. Do it. Jonathan, man, how about you go first, buddy? Yeah, so as far as observations from the conference itself, each year I'm kind of reminded of this, right? Like the, the platform, Amazon is so vast, right? It's, it's, it's huge. There are so many different ways that you can monetize it, right? And so what I've seen uh, has been my personal journey and what I've seen the personal journey of both students and other people in the communities is that there's a certain journey that people tend to go through, Right. It might start out as one thing, but it'll end up in a completely different model or way to monetize the platform. And a lot of that is driven not only by like the way that you're wired or what you naturally gravitate to or towards, but also the relationships that you generate in the community. I mean, I can't stress that enough. I think one of the most, man, my, we're you know talking about takeaways here in a second, but just the relationships that you that, that, that you get in the community are just, they cannot be overemphasized enough. Um, the relationships that I've created in this community have drastically changed not only my personal relationships, but the trajectory of my entire business. I would not be anywhere near where I am had I not showed up at the conferences, sat through the sessions, and more importantly, the conversations in the hallways. One of the best conversations I had was in the very last session. I mean, Carl, you were there, right? That little round table we had with Jimmy and Bricker. And it was just incredible. And it was just like the amount of knowledge that you've got there. These are the same people that you hear on the podcast, talking, you know, on the run the Facebook groups and everything. And they're just there to answer questions. Like you've got their undivided attention and that information sharing and that brainstorming real time. You don't have to wait. You don't have to send an email. You don't have to wait for a response. It's invaluable. Can't stress it enough. And so... Yeah, not only can you that, that that there's this journey that I've kind of uh, I've seen people go through, but lean into the relationships it cannot be overemphasized enough. I mean, it's one of the foundational reasons why why I go to the conferences is just to see the people you hang out with online all day, and you know to go have a meal with them, just to sit down. You can't you can't do that, you know, over Zoom. That's been one of my biggest uh, like observations is just the relationships and the journey that you go through. Yeah, you know, sure. one of the, one of the observations I've made, Jonathan, and I think this kind of captures what I, what I'm hearing you say is, we always say you can move your business forward six to nine months or more in a three day mm-hmm. period, and it's not so much because of the content; it's because of exactly what you're talking about—the relationships, the connections, the new opportunities, the aha moments, the people that you partner up with and, and tackle a new project. It never would have happened virtually, but in that environment, 
where we all have a handful of things in common. We're using the internet creatively to launch and grow multiple streams of income. And that creative vibe is just everywhere. So yeah, we see many great new ideas pop up out of this event every year. Well, who, yeah. who wants to go next? Who else has some observations or takeaways? Yeah, I guess I'll jump in here since uh, I was already kind of uh, mentioned. But uh, yeah, Jonathan has a, a very good point. You know, we were just all standing, you know, when I showed up, the circle was only like four or five people. But over a span of time, you know, minutes, one person, another person showed up, then another person showed up, another person showed up. And a lot of times there were people that I didn't even know. So it was only profile pictures or names or just, mm-hmm. even, you know, it's people I didn't even know. So, yeah, there was just a lot of knowledge being dropped. And it's, you know, outside the content that was being delivered that uh, where where I felt the bombs were being dropped is because, you know, people were, were going through these different things in their businesses or they had problems. And it was like, hey, did you know about this? You know, it just kind of random conversations. It's like, holy crap, I didn't. You know, and uh, so I think that's one of the big takeaways for me is, is those conversations that's had outside the content uh, and just idea sharing. And that in of itself will propel your business light years ahead rather than just, you know, sitting on a Zoom call or, you know, in a, a virtual conference because you the content's great. Sure. You know, presentations, unless you went to mine, you got a good chuckle for my brain glitches. But, uh, you know, it's the conversations afterwards, engaging with people that you have met and you haven't met. That was my main, my, and I didn't even want to go, right? I mean, I was so dreading going because it's a 16-hour drive. Yes, my son wanted to drive. That was a cool road trip, and it was. Thanks, Matt, for giving my son a case of energy drinks. But uh, so I, I didn't really want to go. I was like, man, I'm so, I've got so much to do in my business. I've got this. I've got that. And it's so easy to get stuck in the rabbit hole of what we do. And I'm glad I went because I, I tell you what, I think there were some lives changed, not just in my own and my own businesses, but just the people that I interface with. Outstanding. Yeah. If we heard from me, we hear from many people who are reluctant to attend an e-commerce event because, hey, it's e-commerce, it's virtual, I can work from home, right? That's the whole point. I don't want to have to go somewhere. But then they come away from this event and... I, I've literally haven't heard from one person saying, ah, yeah, I probably could have skipped it. And we we send out a, an anonymous survey, by the way, like people have the chance to say those kinds of things without us knowing who they are. We've never heard that. And especially this year, I think we've really dialed in on that whole culture of networking and plenty of free time in the schedule and encouraging people to gather. I, I saw one of our leaders, I didn't see it myself. My mom was telling me she saw, she walked past them and saw a group of five, four or five people standing around and she came back half an hour later and was 30 people standing there listening to one of the coaches on our team, just kind of talking impromptu in the lobby at the hotel. We love that vibe. Well, who wants to go next? Let's keep it going. What else do you guys have? Uh, we can we can go ahead and hop on. Yeah, go ahead, Erin. Um, well, I mean, just getting back to what Jonathan said about this being about a journey, that was one of my huge takeaways was that the the conference is so journey-centric, right? So um, it doesn't matter where you are on this journey and in your success story, there is a path for everyone. I went to as many uh, sessions as I could. And, you know, how many did you go to? I'm curious. Oh my gosh. I think so. I have my notes here, right? So I have like eight pages of typed notes. <laughs> so there, I've got, let's see, 40 one, sessions. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think I went to 12. 
Wow. That's <laughs> so good. Well, that means yeah. you, you were very stupid. You went to every breakout session. You attended something. You were, I did. Most I, people were... got to four or five. I got to two. I attended two <laughs> of the 40. Jonathan, he's holding up one finger. <laughs> how, Brian, how many did you hit? Carl, one, three. three. Yeah. I mean, just so many of us were pulled into the hallway into these great conversations. Yes. We'll watch the videos later, right? But that's that's awesome, Aaron. I love the point. So yeah. you saw more of the event than anyone on the panel today as far as like the actual content. Man, so congratulations. Thank you. I mean, honestly, it's it's honestly, I feel like I'm the one that gets to be blessed to be going to all of this and just having all of this information dropped on me. You know what I'm saying? And it was, I think a lot of things I saw too was that everybody you know, we're all up there speaking because we've all um, achieved some kind of success in this journey. And I think that there's so many ways to achieve success that that's what makes it so beautiful and so accessible is that there's a different path for every single person. And also too, I mean, it's family, right? That's something we always talk about. I know that it's about meeting new people and networking, but also getting to come back to those people that you met five, six, seven years ago and share where you are now compared to where you are when you first met. That's beautiful. I mean, it's it's incredible. Allison and I were talking. She's been to 11 of these. No, no nine, 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 nine. She's been to nine of them, right? I've been to five. And uh, between the two of us, we both agree that this was probably just the most incredible conference we have had uh, just from a point of, I mean, the people and the people. We've just, never, yeah, we've never networked like we did this last conference. Yeah. Like we met a whole new group of people and we ended up having dinner with them that last night. And we then after that, we went to the bar and had some some people had some drinks, some didn't, but we just sat around like in a round at a round table and just talked for hours and hours. And now we're all good buddies and we're all keeping in touch and already had conference, some Zoom calls, helping each other out on different things. And it's great helping other coaches help their students with information and things. So yeah. we we took away a lot from this. I think out of the nine that I've been to. This last one was definitely my best one. We're starting to learn how to do these things after 11. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 11 it takes a while. I think you're kind of, we're starting to get it in the bag though, because I mean, just the success stories I've heard. I mean, did you see that one post the other day? The person got a repricer and upped their sales like 800%. That That's was incredible. that was Abel. I interviewed him for the podcast yesterday. His episode will be coming oh. out. He had a $3,000 day. Yes. Wow, he just started. Incredible. He just started That's a few months right. ago. Uh, he actually, it's it's a guy that attends my church. He heard because of another guy that attends our church, who's now a coach on our team. So it's just this this whole, you know, something I'm very proud of of this culture that's been built here is it's all word of mouth. This is friends of friends. This is family members of friends. This is old college buddies saying, "Hey, you know what you doing these days?" And that's how this community has grown. It's very organically. Uh, it's it's something truly special. And I love hearing you say that this is one of your favorite events because I, it was for me as well. I don't think my heart rate, except when I was playing basketball with a bunch of guys, we had a good time and got out one night. My heart rate never got above about 80. I was just like, I was, I was chill the whole time because this is family. This is hanging out, having a good time with people that we've kind of become familiar with while being very welcoming to new folks as well. For well, sure. it, from some some of those we haven't heard from yet, you know, chime in. What What's on your mind? I'll go. Hi, guys. It's good to see you, even though I think observation for me, besides the networking and connections, is more so than in the past that people are coming up and wanting to make those connections, that it's not all on you, that they're wanting to make that connection. And the observation is 
This was more people wanting to invest in knowledge and invest in themselves and invest in their business. And that I saw that that would be even greater to move them forward six to nine months is to see that there is a path for them. And my takeaway is since I'm a coach, the opportunity to connect with students that were there on a one-to-one basis and go to lunch and have them, everybody else start. We went to the North Market. Thank you, Jonathan. And sat down at a table and we had the whole table people recognizing the tags and they all joined in and they all, we ended up instead of having five or six, we had besides myself, my husband, we had almost over 25 people at the table talking and sharing and communicating that we only missed the next session. So that was my takeaway is to invest. I saw so much people wanting to invest and attending more sessions. Yes, conversations in the hall are great, networking, all of that, but I just find that they were there to really learn and invest in themselves. And that's the takeaway that I saw, that there is a need for what is being shared. Yeah, a real hunger in the crowd this year. You know? Yeah. I, I think that whole, we're, we're at the right place at the right time as a community just because there's a move towards almost instability, financial instability in so many families. And they're thinking, I want to stabilize this a little bit. What are my options? And they're looking for communities like ours of legitimacy, of established culture and and friendly towards new folks and somewhere where they can actually go and learn something. They can put more money in the bank doing something virtuous around good people. Like So it's starting to appeal. So there were a lot of new people there this year that had never been before. And uh, I think that was that hunger in the crowd, that uh, desire to learn more that you're mentioning, Leanna. Yeah, so uh, we haven't heard from Chris or Brian yet. You know, you, what's on your guys' minds? Who wants to go next? So for me, the most impactful thing was uh, people were walking around looking inspired. So, you know, if you go to Walmart at 5.30 p.m. when everyone gets up from work and they walk around like, uh, right? That yeah. whole sense of unwell, depressed. Shoulder rush. slumped. Yes. Looking down. It was of. the exact opposite of that. Yeah. Everyone was walking around like, like they were like walking on clouds. Mm-hmm. They um very inspired, very optimistic, very, you could see the gears <laughs> moving, heads filled with ideas, maybe way more ideas that they can handle uh, all at once. But uh, that was very impactful to me. And then uh, the hallway conversations, I mean, one afternoon, I think it was the second, it was the day after I spoke, I was trying to play hooky for the last session of the day, just because I had to go upstairs and put my feet up before dinner. I literally never, I made it straight to dinner. I never made it upstairs. You know, (laughs) it was basically like three hours of hallway conversations. It was amazing. And then one thing that's important to me our relationships and networking. And this can be a really lonely business, especially for me. I'm, I've been 100% away for over a year. It's my only friends are basically strangers of the internet right now. My friends are those that my that our mothers cautioned us about, right? <laughs> you know, you feed on the internet. <laughs> so, so it can be a very lonely business. And the whole relationship aspect of it was massive for me, for my like down to my mental health, right? It was just mm-hmm. that as an introvert, I don't actively seek out people, 
but it really energized me and it, it, it just provided something that I don't think, you know, that I'm missing on a daily basis. And um, I got to to hang out with my friends, all internet friends, some that I had met previously in real life, some that I had only met online. We went to dinners, we had lunch. I connected with people that I had uh, maybe chatted on Facebook, people that uh, they comment on my posts, let's say. And then um, I went to lunch with, uh, this is actually quite funny. I went to lunch with a group the last day. I scheduled a lunch for all my coaching students that were present. And uh, over a year ago, I started this like chat group for all of my coaching students. And we basically chatted there. It's like a mini mastermind, right? Uh, it's actually pretty large at this point, but we went to lunch. So I posted there, you land lunch, whatever day that was, 1 p.m. And I went and booked the table and I said maybe eight, maybe 10. And then they just kept coming like literally lunch started. It was like 18 of us at that table at that one point. So <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, for me, that was uh, that was huge. And the other portion of it is the knowledge that I uh, left with. It's I literally learned from my own speech. I was speaking and I got ideas Like I was talking and I literally started getting ideas uh, just from things that I was talking about, not to mention everyone else. I tried to make as many sessions as I could, and it was it was fantastic. The only drawback is now I want to do bundles, and now I want to do wholesale, and now I want to do private label, and now I want to do uh, print on demand. Yeah, print on I demand want to do all of I, it right now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it's uh, this week I've basically, basically been chasing my own tail, just trying to put thoughts on paper and to think what I want to focus on next. So... We probably could use a session on that. Now that you have 80 really good ideas, what right. are you going to do besides go home and curl up into a ball <laughs> exactly. and try to recover? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So, Brian, man, you're last on the panel to speak, buddy. What's yeah. Your- you know, I just uh, really enjoy getting to hear everyone else's take on it. And I don't know that mine is a heck of a lot different, but my general observations first time I met Carl in person, He's young. He looks younger in person for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then also um, Jim and Jimmy taller in person. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy like, Smith. Yeah. Yeah. And, dude, and you, man. you too. Like I've met you and I met you uh, both before, but like while I was staying there, I was like, wow, these guys are taller. It's than funny me. who's taller and shorter than you think they're yeah. going to be, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, the other uh, couple of observations is uh, at the end of the first day, I felt like three days had happened already. There was so much going on right and i know that this this uh i think this year was a little bit um leaner in terms of the actual session count because um there's a little bit more time in between and we had some nighttime uh sessions uh this time around and um i still felt like even though there were only three sessions on day one that i had already been there for three days there was so much information meeting so many uh people in person that I've been on Zooms with before or that I've seen in Facebook, uh, but actually got to meet them in person. And um, just a general oversight for everyone here um, who who spoke, it was basically like the full reveal. There was no secrets. I I remember going to Chris Beam's session and thinking, wow, she is sharing a ton of great information about how, now I can put this to work in my business. And and one of the things from... uh, more than one thing from her session was a, a great takeaway. Same thing with uh, Jimmy's session. 
um, great takeaways that really just kind of poked me and Robin to get off of this plateau that we're on and and start thinking about, you know, the next mountain that we're going to climb here. Um, but really the reveal, I was thinking about um, Spencer's session and he revealed the sometimes hard, ugly truth that is, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, will gloss over sometimes. And he's like, yeah, we, we sold this much and here was my profit. And I was like, I better go back to the drawing board because it, this isn't what I want. And he, you know, eventually is getting it dialed in. Um, and this is what you get from this group and, and everyone who's sharing is like the full story of all the struggles, the how I, how we learned from it and how we overcame it. And, and that's why we're here today. And so, Jim, I think you've done a great job of fostering that level of honesty uh, uh, among the people who are there presenting. And that those were just, you know, huge takeaways for us. Outstanding. You know, one, one of the things I'd like to do, thank you for that, Brian. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this is a special culture and community and leadership around here. It, it, it's been basically built on, you guys heard me say this at the event, but for those who haven't heard me say it before, I've been asked, how, how have you built a team of 60 coaches with a pretty thin interview process come to find out? Like many of you have never actually sat down and had a conversation at length with, like, how do you build a robust leadership coaching team? Well, if all I know about you is you've built a profitable, successful business and maintained it over a significant period of time, I know a lot about you. That takes a lot of character, determination, a lot of selflessness, a lot of being other-oriented, future-oriented, willing to sacrifice today to make things better tomorrow. Like There's a lot of positive character traits you just have to have as a base-level set of traits to even have a chance to build a profitable business. So if I know that you've done that, well, that checks one box. Then we find out you've got a teacher's heart and you love sharing openly and transparently, as you said, Brian. Hey, welcome to the team, man. Let's go. We can use your talent. That's who our leaders are. That's who our coaches are. And that's what makes this community special. One of the things I want to do next, I think with you guys is, and I'm just kind of throwing this at you cold, but think of a specific person or a specific conversation you had. And without telling us exactly who it was necessarily, you know, fill us in on that moment that kind of stands out to you. And if anyone's ready to go, I'll let you go first. Otherwise, I'll start because I just hit you guys cold with that. Does anyone have something that pops into their mind instantly? I'll go, Jim. All right, buddy. So uh, this was actually one of my students was there. She was a little hesitant to go, but ended up going. And the cool dynamic there, and when we're in uh, in our coaching sessions, it was just me and her, you know, on Zoom, talking about strategy and all the things that we do to, you know, help and assist them in in their Amazon journey. But the cool dynamic here, her husband was there. And so all three of us got to sit down and talk about strategy. And it really, I could almost see like the light bulbs come on, right? Like he was understanding why she was so adamant about the community. And I think that because we were able to sit down and, and have that conversation and him, you know, being able you know, to be a part of that conversation, I think that now she's going to be in a different position when she goes back and she's going to have... Um, maybe different support than she would have had before. And so I think that that's going to fundamentally change, you know, how that family looks at the business just because we had that in-person conversation, that's not going to happen over Zoom, Right. And so that was, um, that was really marking for me and how important that was. And really the, like the family aspect and everybody being on the same page, everybody rowing in the same direction, everybody understanding what's going on. I mean, I think it really was a light bulb moment for them and also for me as well. So that was, that was a marking moment for me. Hey, we'll get back to today's episode in just a moment. A short announcement for you. You've got to go check out EncoreBusinessGroup.com. That's a prep center that serves the loyal listeners in this program. Be sure to tell them 
that we sent you. They'll take great care of you. They really care about your business growing because if you succeed, they succeed. They can help you manage your inventory, have all your stuff shipped to them instead of shipping it to your house. They'll help you with all your logistics, your fulfillment, prepping for FBA, a tremendous partner of this community. We're so grateful for their partnership. That's EncoreBusinessGroup.com. They're a great prep center serving the sellers of Silent Sales Machine Radio. Thanks for your partnership, guys. Hey, let's get back to today's episode. I mean, I think it really was a light bulb moment for them and also for me as well. So that was that was a marking moment for me. Great example. Yeah, great story. I heard from multiple couples that said, hey, my spouse didn't used to get it. Let me introduce you to my husband. Let me introduce you to my mm-hmm. wife. They didn't really get it before. I'm so glad they came because now they get it, right? And like, like a little side bonus we didn't really plan for, but it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And it happened a lot at the event. All right, who who else wants to to go next with a with a story? I'll go. The last proven that I was able to attend was one in Tampa. I didn't go to last year because my daughter had a baby. So I remember going to the VIP dinner and having somebody sit down by me and come to find out they joined Legends three days before. Mm. So I made a connection there and I've had continued that connection to where he was at this um, last conference and made that connection. Knowing him, knowing his business, knowing his purpose of joining and being part of the community, that I was able to make a connection with one of my students, that they were in a place in their business that needed that connection. And I introduced them and the conversation and the power of receiving his service and his words to then also receiving back what he was actually looking for and why he doesn't need, he already has a very large business. He does very well. And he joins and comes to every conference in part of legends to serve and help others. And he was able to do that. And that was very powerful to see that knowing and being both people comfortable enough to share their business and information to where we can make those connections that probably would never have happened without knowing and how they could help and serve each other. And it was great to sit there and watch that transform and being able to say, that's exactly one reason why I came to this conference is to make these connections. And I don't know if they would have known that on their own to make that connection, which I thought was pretty cool to watch and observe. Excellent. Great story. Who else has a, an example? Someone you met, a conversation you had that stood out. Yeah, Brian. So uh, Robin and I went to one one of the VIP lunches and we were a little bit late getting there. And by the time we got our food and uh, we're going to sit down, there were two spots at this table. And I think there were nine seats, maybe 10 seats per table. So it was it was full all the way around, but except for these two seats, it was like they were just meant for us. We go over there, we sit down, we get introduced and real quickly realized that one person uh, is there who's actually a, a coaching client of ours who works with a with a coach on our team. So that was great. And then the rest of the people there were all one family. And uh, Jim, I know you know who they are. And uh, yeah, and some, feel some free old to share. Yeah. Yes, if you feel comfortable sharing their name, but um, feel free. But I'll just say this: Robin and I sat there and had uh, great conversations with everyone at the table. And our takeaway was that. The family was so inspiring and kind to each other that I was like, this doesn't feel like my family. 
can I be part of your family? <laughs> but everyone was complimentary yeah. to each other. They were loving on each other. Yeah. Um, it was just a it's very impactful moment for us. And, and I had to stop by the next day when I saw them and, and tell them what an impact it made on, on both of us. Because mm-hmm. it was it was a, a really a, a good highlight of the conference for us. Yeah, without bringing any unnecessary attention to them, but it's Mike and Kelly, and, and they actually adopted from Guatemala as well as we have. So we had that bond in common, and we've known them. We attended the same church years ago, and yeah. we've stayed in touch over the years, but just randomly passed them at an event. Actually, his daughter and, and our daughter, Avon, were going to a homeschool prom. I hadn't seen him in years. He's like, hey, how's that internet thing going for you? I'm like, oh, it's great, man. Yeah. He's like, you just got a podcast, right? I'm like, yeah, check it out sometime. See what you think. That's it. Next thing I know, there's something for coaching and attending the event and all in, man. So <laughs> yeah, great. so glad you guys had a chance to connect. Yeah. I love it. Small world, man. But who else has a, has a specific example and story from the event? We have a pretty, a pretty cool one. So uh, through all the years of the conferences that we've been to, we typically find maybe two or three people that are also from Texas like us. And so there were quite a few people from Texas there. And even more so, there were quite a few people from Houston, which was so nice just to have that little hometown connection. We actually met a guy there. I think Jonathan probably knows him. Gentleman named Trevor. He's such a cool guy, such a nice guy. Uh, and we were actually just going to our room to put some stuff down and come back down and go to lunch. He's in the in the lobby, and I walk up, see his name tag. I'm like, oh my gosh, how cool to meet someone else from Houston. Long story short, we end up having like three more meals with this guy and a bunch of other people. We had a huge lunch and had like. I don't know, probably 15 people yeah. there. And then once we got home, we stayed connected. We've already, you know, we got on a Zoom call and we've kind of chatted here and there. But what was even more cool about it was that, um, you know, a long time ago in a land far, far away, I used to be in uh, marketing and sales. And uh, when we hopped on a Zoom call, we actually connected over that too. The fact that that was kind of where my heart was. I, I'm really into the whole marketing and sales. And I kind of threw him a pitch and he was like, that was the most marketing thing I've ever heard in my life. And we just kind of had a good laugh about it. And it's so, it's just so cool that you can connect over what you're doing now with these people in this community, but you can also connect over things that you've experienced before you're the same pain points or, you know, even having the same hobbies. So it's just, it's really cool. And he's only like an hour away so we can have lunches and connect again. And it's, um, it's just been really, really nice. We encourage those kind of geographic connections that the face-to-face is just so much more powerful than anything you can ever do on zoom. So if we can form these geographical mastermind groups have organically formed in our group and we've actually accommodated it quite a bit in our free Facebook group. There's a link at silentgym.com to get in there. 73,000 of us around the world. Odds are there's a handful of people who live near you and we encourage those connections and tell you how to do it in the group. Uh, and we've seen many organic groups. The one in our area around here is is huge. There's big ones in Florida and California. Every state I think has at least a couple, two or three of them going on. So it's great to see those kind of those kind of things happen organically at the event. And one of the things, one of the ideas we got on our feedback form this year, someone gave us the idea is we should put up a, uh, like a map of the United States over the room on the screen, right? Show the room, but then put a map of the U.S., like a transparent map and have people go to their state in the room, you know, like move around the room. And so they're, they're now grouped with other people from their area and just have a free time. If people want to participate, they don't have to, obviously. And then they can say, oh, these are the people who kind of live near me. I uh, just from... That. Isn't that a kind of a cool idea just to, to kind of accommodate yeah, that? That would be a fun exercise, a good icebreaker, I think. Maybe we'll try that next sure, year. For sure. To be more intentional about what you just described. But 
Yeah. Who else had a, had an encounter, a conversation, a, a specific person that comes to mind from the event that stood out? Because I've got a story I can share. I had a, a good handful of them, but one that really stands out to me is a young couple, they're engaged. They're going to be married soon. They're from different parts of the world. He kind of looks Indian. She looks Filipino, but just a beautiful young couple. They've both gone to medical school. They're both finishing the medical, medical school degrees. They've been going to school forever, right? Well, she's going to go be a doctor in the Philippines with her career plan, and they make $5 per hour there. She, she is a fully trained, fully qualified medical general practice physician, and she's going to go make $5 US per hour in the Philippines was her, was her plan. Now she's thinking, and that's the reason they were at the conference, we can make a whole lot more money than that and still put my skills to use and do what I feel like I was made to do and what I'm called to do. But in the spare time and the hours that I have, maybe that's not my full-time thing. I'm going to actually be able to create jobs, make a living build a real business, you know? So just the encouragement they felt from having options. And, and the thing that made me think is that's got to be the most underused leverage point possibly ever in all of business is e-commerce business building warriors could hire people for the equivalent of what a doctor gets paid in the Philippines for talented, hardworking people who can work on your business around the clock. We've got to just keep pounding away. You can change families lives, giving them meaningful work that that validates and, and they have dignity in their work for four or five bucks an hour, you can completely change the course of their life. And uh, we need to just keep pounding away at that was a thought I had after meeting this couple and just how powerful this community is. Like we're having, this is real impact. This is families' financial futures being impacted in huge ways because of what we teach here and in dramatic ways there, you know, because we talk about, oh, I had a $500 day, I had a $1,000 day, put a few hundred dollars in the bank today. And that's like six months worth of income for some families, some places, and that's paying the bills. And so we bring them on the team. That's huge. So it kind of lit a fire under me for the whole virtual assistant and you know, making sure we're fully leveraging the opportunity there uh, with Philippines, especially. But uh, anyone else have a story that comes to mind or any takeaways or observations? That's kind of what we're doing here today with the panel. Anything else come to mind? I have so a many, funny so- one. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say so many things like I feel like I'm leaving somebody or something out. There's the list. We keep this. We, we've mentioned it before. The list of WPAs are worth the price of admission. It's long. And so there's a lot that I know we're leaving out um, today. Just so much. It was an awesome event. And this group right here is pretty representative of the whole conference, right? We all do something different. We all do something else. If you need help with whatever it is, someone on the screen can actually provide it uh, at a very high level, right? So that's another great thing about conference. But a thing that was actually quite funny for me and reminded me of, of home. So you know how we have those of us that have kids, you know how you tell your kids something over and over and over and it's like in one way, out the other way, right? And then some... Do down the street says the same thing. And it's just like basically cemented forever. Uh, The same thing kind of tended to happen with my, uh, with at least one of my, my coaching students. He was like, I'm coming to your session. I said, there's nothing you haven't heard me say before. Nothing you haven't heard me say before. After that, oh, that was mind blowing. I have so many ideas. I have, oh, you opened my mind. (laughs) literally same thing that I've been saying for 10 sessions, you know, (laughs) but it just gives you like some extra insight into how, you know, sometimes you're prepared to receive, right? So it was kind of one of those situations. So it's very representative of the whole thing for me, just triggers 
ideas and and reminders and just different. It just opens up your mind to things that you already knew, but maybe did not think of them to that level, you know? Yeah. I think it's the the power of the environment, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't know that we've completely calculated and factored in just how significant that is the power of the environment. You can say the same thing over Zoom or read it in a book, but you get in a room full of people who are nodding their heads and high energy and like, wow, I'm going to use that. Did you hear what she just said? Like, you know, that energy, like you're absorbing it at a higher level. And the and as evidence of that, we've already had 200 people agree that they're going to the May 23rd to 25th, 2024 event in Orlando. We haven't announced who's speaking. We haven't announced anything except this is the hotel. This is the date. Who wants to come? And 200 people have already signed up, right? It's like, because they, the experience of the environment, the people, the community, like, okay, I'm sure there's going to be some great topics. Yeah. That they don't even care about that. Are my favorite people going to be there? I don't know, but I'm going to be there for sure. And 200 people have already locked in and just, you know, we, we made the offer to the people who are in attendance. We had about a little over 600 people there. Already a third of them said, yep, I'm going next year without knowing any details except the date in the city. <laughs> so that's testament to what you're talking about is when it, what happens there really goes deep because of the environment. Absolutely. Well, what else comes to mind guys? I think this has been a good episode and with the goal being, you know, <laughs> let's kind of let people know what they missed, what it was like, should they come next year? You know, what thoughts come to mind as we start to wrap I, this up? I do definitely think that people should come. I think another thing that was huge for me this year, something that really hit home was that business is a lot about getting out of your comfort zone, you know, trying new things and taking calculated risk. And on the airplane, on the way home, you know, you've got all these thoughts running through your mind. And I just had one, one quote that just kept ringing in my head. And it was that um, it's the one that says a comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing new ever grows there. Mm. And that just kind of resonated with me because it's so true. You know, a a comfort zone can be a beautiful place, but um, we're here for growth. You know, we're not here for comfort. We're here to eventually receive comfort, you know, by building these huge empires and things that we're trying to achieve. But um, it's that, you know, slow but surely. What uh, what does Nathan Bailey always say? Uh, Slow and steady wins the race. You know, take your time. Don't make sure that you're the right way. That was something that we gathered from the Olsons too. They talked a lot about, um, you know, making sure that you have picked the right ASIN, you know, it's not even just that deep, just down to like making sure you're making the right moves at the right time. And yeah, I think that was something that really hit home with me this year was, um, you know, you have to take risks, you have to get out of your comfort zone, but the benefits you receive and the rewards you reap from that are immense. Well said. Well said. Any other any other parting thoughts or observations, things you want to get off your chest about the event before we wrap this one up, guys? I think this is going to be a good insight into what it's like to be a part of this uh, event. That's the best idea I could come up with other than listening to the actual content, which we'll have a handful of episodes in the near future from actual sessions as we kind of review and edit those and kind of take out the the introductions and that sort of thing, you know, get to the real meat of the sessions. We hope to make those some podcast episodes, but uh, anything else come to mind, guys? Uh, any more stories or observations? Well, one takeaway, I really hope and pray that the Double Tree down at SeaWorld has something like a food hall like North a uh, uh, food hall like North Market. Man, the place <laughs> is incredible. That so, one's um, pretty amazing. Oh, man, you guys you guys really missed out if you didn't if you didn't have an opportunity to go there. But more seriously, when I say this, it's not overstated because I've like this was my personal journey. You are one conversation away from a dramatic <laughs> either change, move, 
pivot in your business, one conversation. And I can pin it back to one conversation I had at a Legends conference a couple of years ago. And that changed everything, right? And it opened up doors. You know, to Aaron's point, get out of your comfort zone, like take a risk. What's the worst that's going to happen, right? But also, what's the best that can happen? And so going to these events, getting involved, sitting face to face, having to have the conversation, get uncomfortable, because that's really where the growth happens. And, you know, Aaron, I could not agree more. Absolutely. Yeah. I think one thing that maybe we uh, that I would like to stress or maybe uh, you could stress is the importance of local networking. And many of us have started conversations in the group as we in the conference group as we were leaving, heading home. And I actually I'm in Dallas, but I met probably half the conference were people from Houston. I actually met an astounding number of people from Houston, not that many from Dallas. So I'm actively working on putting together a, a local meetup of some kind. And like the once a month type thing. So uh developing something like that in our uh areas. I think this would prove a, a fantastic opportunity for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that we discourage isolation and encourage connections and relationships in a way that I've never seen in any other e-commerce community that I've ever been a part of. I've, I've been doing this 20 years as my only income for my family. I've kind of seen it all when it comes to e-commerce and the way it's done. And I think the reason that, you know, just to pat ourselves on the back a little bit, team, you know, this was the 11th annual event. I don't know of any other annual events in e-commerce or you know, definitely not for Amazon, but for e-commerce in general that have lasted 11 years in a row with a 12th one on the schedule. Like there's something going on there. What's different? I think it's because of what you just said, Chris, that the relationship, we encourage local networking. It's like, hey, you're going to be there, right? Your friends are going to be there. This is the place to be. It's not about this, you know, central team if I ever say, yeah, everyone's here to see me, you guys need to remove me from leadership because that's a joke, right? It, that's not what people are there for. I may have a few interesting things to say. Sure, I've been doing this a while, but we've got a hundred of us on the leadership team. We are all business building warriors and we've got this community, this culture of embracing relationships. And and if anyone thinks they can do this as a lone wolf isolation, we're like, no, you're crazy, man. You got to connect. You got to get into a group. You got to have conversations. You need a mastermind. We just push and push and push on that point. And I think that's why this culture has survived as long as it has. This group has survived is because we encourage those connections. It's about more than the content or the, you know, the person at the middle that you can't wait to go see and hopefully get their autograph. Like that's not what we do here. It's about community connections, relationships that you can take back home and enjoy throughout the year. It's a great point, Chris. I love that. But Another thing who, I add to Chris on the connections, sorry, is beyond the connections and relationships that we're willing to share. We don't keep secrets. Yes. Willing to share. We're willing to serve. We're willing to help wherever we can. So many of some other groups that I have been a part of, they always keep something back. They always keep something back to where you feel like there is, has to be more. And at least that majority of everybody that I've been involved in and beyond is just sharing and gifting, which is powerful. I got some very early on advice in my e-commerce leadership career when I started creating content and I was creating books and courses and things and trying to help people the best degree I could. I had a mentor of mine say, you can't give away too much for free. It's impossible because there will always be the right people who say, okay, your free stuff is great. I want connection to the person and they'll understand the value of that. And that's what they're really paying for. A coaching program is built on that premise. We see all the time, you just listen to our podcast, hang out in our free Facebook group. Eventually you're going to get it all. 
But if you want to do that, instead of taking a year and a half to figure it out, if you want to do it fast with someone who cares, teacher's heart, knowledgeable, they've succeeded at a high level, you can do it pretty quick. Get into coaching. So we, that's our filter. Like, yeah, it's all out there. Absolutely. I agree with you, Chris, Aaron, 100%. It's all out there. We don't, there's no secret sauce that we're holding back only for the paid people. Very transparent. But the relationships that people invest in, you know, that's what coaching is really all about. And that's what I emphasize as we're training our coaches is this is a relationship that you're building. The, the content and information, yeah, that's necessary. We need to be excellent, best in the world. But the relationship is the true benefit. And all of your students will come to recognize that in time. Great job, guys. Well, well, thanks for doing this. And again, this was just kind of, I posted in our leadership group. We've got about a hundred of us who hang out in the leadership group for this community. All of our content creators, coaches, consultants, we all, the people who shape this community and serve the moderators, administrators, podcast crew, that's our private Facebook group. And I just put up a post that, hey, who's available? Let's jump on. Let's kind of uh, help people digest what happened with this event and, and get a little feel of what they missed out on if they couldn't attend. I think you guys did a great job today. So thank you all for for hanging out with me thanks today. for having us jim thank, jim. thank you great so much to see you guys and hopefully it won't thanks, be jim. may before i see you again of 2024 because <laughs> of course not we're working together all the time guys i appreciate yeah. you all and to all the listeners who joined us today thanks for being the best part of silent sales machine radio we're here to serve you we're in your corner we're rooting for you and this show is about you succeeding in e-commerce and on Amazon. We want to hold nothing back, like we just said, and just give you everything we've got to help that journey. So hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. We'll have another great one for you again very soon. God bless the business building warriors out there. This is Jim with Silent Sales Machine Radio and my crew. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. One last thing before I let you go. A reminder. Our friends at Ecom Balance are there to help you with your bookkeeping needs. Know your numbers. Keep great books. Their bookkeeping service is free for two months. If you go to ecombalance.com and mention that we sent you Silent Sales Machine Radio or mention my name, Jim Cockrum, here's the direct link if you want to write it down. jimc.biz slash keeper. Again, jimc.biz slash keeper keeper as in bookkeeper tell them we sent you get your books in order know your numbers make good decisions hey we'll have another great episode for you real soon thank you for listening to silent sales machine radio visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter our free facebook group and all of our resources mentioned on today's show